probably because this is what five days before Christmas y'all were probably expecting some type of Christmas message I'm sorry to disappoint <laughs> that is not what God gave me I mean I guess if Christmas was about being thankful then then jingle bells I guess because because this is it, 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 we're gonna be thankful tonight um, so but uh, pastor I do I just want to say thank you all so much for allowing me to be up here um, I know this is a very fragile very sacred um, spot to be in and, and I can I could do a, a lot of damage if I get in the way of God. So I do, I do appreciate it. And I don't take it lightly. Um, so I want to start today. Um, I'm not going to start in, in scripture just yet, uh, but back in the Bible days and even still today, the shepherd of the flock, t- t- today y'all are going to hear me talk a lot about the shepherd and the sheep. Um, and I've always loved this comparison. God gave me this message, I want to say, about two months ago, unknowing of when I was going to give it. To be honest with you, I thought I was going to give it in one of my, my Bible studies for the guys. Um, and, but, but God never gave me a piece for that. He never even made it w- work out for that. And, uh, and so uh, when, when I was asked to speak, um, probably a few days after that, God said, this is what I want you to speak on. I said, okay, um, not no Christmas message, but we'll go. So, uh, back in the Bible days, the shepherd of the flock of sheep would pour oil over the sheep's head. Um, this picture is so powerful, y'all. It is, it is something, and, and, and I'm going to get down into it here in a little bit, but, but knowing, knowing uh, the, the backstory behind it and what the shepherd goes through with this, um, th- this right here is one of my favorite pictures. Um, so, there are multiple reasons why, why the shepherd pours oil on the sheep's head. Um, one being that the sheep have a major problem with insects and parasites even. I'm not going to get down to the gruesome and gory of it, but um, it is something that causes extreme torment uh, to the flock. And um, the, sh- the shepherd, uh, for, for I-, I-, I wish I knew how many years, but they pour oil over, over the sheep's head and a lot of times on the nostrils of the sheep to keep the insects away. And it is really, really interesting. And I'm going to dig down a, a little bit more into it. Um, so without going into great detail, this would cause extreme torment. And in an attempt to find relief, they would actually ram headbutt into trees and rocks and really anything that wouldn't budge uh, is what they would, they would just, just to find relief um, it, without the oil. And, uh, and so it, it would even lead to extreme injury. And even sometimes it would even, it would even kill them. So um, the shepherd poured the oil on the, on the sheep's head. The sheep had no idea what was going on. All he knows is this is giving me relief. And then uh, and, and something that's really beautiful, I'm going to get to it in a minute, but the sheep would actually begin to, to see the pattern and to see the relief from the shepherd. So I'm going to get to that here in just a second. But the oil would also act, uh, act as a natural repellent and even soothe existing wounds and irritations of skins. Um, so that right there is, is something I'm going to uh, dig down into it in, here in just a minute. But another reason for the sheep was uh, they tended to butt heads with each other. Um, y'all don't know anybody who butts heads, do you? No? Um, so they tended to butt heads with each other in order to establish dominance and to, you're eating my food and I want that grass or something. I don't know what they were doing. Um, and out of just anger towards each other, um, with the oil poured over them, it would cause them to slip when they tried to headbutt each other. Isn't that cool, y'all? Isn't that awesome? So, 
by doing this, it would just minimize injury and it would minimize them, them harming themselves and uh, it would just keep the flock in a good state. So you see the shepherd, when the shepherd pours the oil on his flock daily, the sheep actually begin to get into a pattern and to seek and seek and prepare for their daily dose of oil. So uh, the common knowledge is that sheep are dumb or ignorant and they don't know much, but, um, but when the sheep get the oil poured on them, all they know is that they receive relief. So they, they do not know, they, they do not need to know ex, uh, what exactly the oil does, how it works, but they, they know that it came from the shepherd and where the shepherd is, there is relief. How, how much of a comparison is that to us, y'all? We don't have to know the ins and outs and each puzzle piece of what God is doing in our lives. All we have to know is the shepherd has relief. And so we just got to go to the shepherd. So I may not know where God is leading me every single day, but I do know this. He is God, and I am not. Um, I can take relief in knowing that the road that he leads me, leads me on is not a road of destruction. Um, all I have to do is walk in the anointing and his direction and just be an open vessel and say, here I am. So if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. So tonight... I will be talking to y'all for just a little while on the topic, the relief of the anointing. So, the relief of the anointing. 1 John 2, 27. And I'm going to read this towards the end of my message as well. 1 John 2, chapter 2, verse 27. As for you, the anointing, the special gift, the preparation... Isn't that awesome how, how, how it, it's described as the preparation? When God anoints us, it's sometime in preparation for something. So the special gift and the preparation which you received from, from him remains permanently in you. And you have no need for anyone to teach you, but just as his anointing teaches you, giving you insight through the presence of the Holy Spirit about all things, and is true, and is not a lie, and is just and just as his anointing has taught you, you must remain in him, being rooted and knit to him. I don't know about y'all, but I don't find it very hard to, to try to stay rooted to him when I feel the relief that I do. <laughs> so um, the primary purpose of, of anointing with holy oil was, uh, was to sanctify, to set the anointed person or object apart as holy. Originally, the oil was used exclusively for priests and uh, tabernacle, tabernacle articles, but it was, it, but its use was later used, uh, extended to include kings when they anointed the kings for the first time. And I'm gonna get down to that here in, here in a little bit. But in both, uh, um, yeah, y'all bear with me. I'm gonna pull Brother Keith now. Where's he at? Where you at, Keith? <laughs> uh, in both the Hebrew and the Aramaic, the ver, the verb to anoint. I love how that's a verb, but it's not just a description. Uh, the verb to anoint is to rub on, pour on, smear, saturate. The way I look at it, it is the same for the spiritual as well. I want to be saturated in his anointing. I don't want just a couple drops. Um, yeah, I want his direction and his peace. So um, I'm going to read. Um, I'm going to read from First Samuel, and this is this is going back to to um, to David. 
And um, I want to set the scene a little bit, though, I, uh, so that way it will, um, uh, that way y'all understand where, uh, a very common verse and very common point of scripture, but that way y'all understand where, uh, exactly where we are. So Samuel has been ordered by God to fill a vessel with oil and go to Jesse's house. Um, God said in 1 Samuel 16, 1, for I have provided me a king among his sons. So God already has everything in place, and he says, I know where my king, uh, I know where my, that the next king is. I just need you to go. I just need you to follow my direction. So Samuel obeys the orders of the Lord and asks Jesse to get all of his sons together. As he slowly went through all six of his sons, y'all bear with me. <laughs> I'm not testing you here. All six of his sons and being sensitive to the voice of God, the Lord continued to tell him that it is, that this is not the son that will be anointed the next king. Samuel, of course, was confused and finally asked in 1 Samuel 16, 11, Are here all thy children? And he said, There remaineth yet the youngest, and behold, he keepeth the sheep. We have the youngest guy back there. He's just tending to the sheep. He's doing his chores. Uh, we don't even need to bother with him. No. And he, said, uh, and he said, There remaineth yet the youngest, and behold, he keepeth the sheep. And Samuel said unto Jesse, Send and fetch him, for we will not sit down till he come hither. Verse 12, And he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy and, with, and, and withal of a beautiful countenance and, and goodly to look at. Not me. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is he. You notice how Samuel was so in tune with God that it wasn't a, a uh, I, I, it doesn't say how long it was, but I don't believe it was a 45-minute encounter with God to see, okay, this is him. Uh, God said, that's him right there. That, that's, that's my chosen one. So notice how it doesn't say, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon David for a couple of days. Oh, excuse me, I, I, I jumped ahead. Y'all bear with me. Verse 13 and Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So, don't y'all love that? So, notice how it doesn't say, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon David for a couple of days. For a little while. It clearly says, from that day forward. It, it, it's, it's, so, it, it's, so, it's so beautiful how we wake up every day, knowing that his mercies are new and knowing that he's with us every day just as much as he was yesterday. Um, as bad as I messed up yesterday, it doesn't lessen the amount that God is with us every single day. I, I love that. I love that. So I may not deserve it, but, but um, I'm thankful for it. So, but the most beautiful part of this story of David is that he didn't have to get cleaned up for Samuel to pour oil over his head. So he didn't go shower. He didn't go comb his hair. He didn't put on a suit and tie or his Sunday best. He didn't put on his best cologne. God called him while he was tending to the sheep. A job that was filthy, demanding, exhausting. Um, in this Bible study, I've, I've learned so much just about, um, about the tending of the sheep. And it's not just, here, go here. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a job. Um, so... God called him while he was tending to the sheep, a job that was filthy, demanding, exhausting. Here's the message, church. God sees us in our filth and will still anoint us for his purpose. 
It doesn't take us to clean up for God to use us. We are here as open vessels. All we have to do is say, God, forgive me. I'm here. I'm available. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. There was dirt in that anointing oil as it dripped down off of him. It wasn't perfectly clean, but God anointed him to be king. So, in a world that is confusing and unforgiving and painful and unfair, take relief in knowing that God is in control and he is, he is the only one that we have to seek approval from. Nothing else matters. At the end of the day, when you are working under the anointing of the Lord, the only thing that matters is bringing glory to his name and doing our absolute best to be in his will. That's it. Don't overcomplicate it. That is all we have to do. Sometimes his anointing doesn't make sense at first, but God never said my anointing will make sense at the very beginning. He just says, follow me and I will lead you. So, but when... But when submissive to his will and the direction being led, it always makes sense in the end. Hindsight's twenty twenty. I think, Pastor, you, you, what, that was probably in 2020 when you, when you had that message, or 2019. Um, so I, I'm going to get a little bit personal here for a minute, and, and y'all bear with me. Y'all know I'm a crybaby. <laughs> so January 8th, 2021, um, I was having just my morning prayer with, uh, time with the Lord, and I was reading in the book of Psalm, and God said, Post that on Facebook. I mean, as clear as it could possibly be. I don't, if y'all know me, y'all, I don't, I don't really do social media much, and, and it just is not me. Um, so more power to you if you do. No offense if you do, but that's just, it, it's just, it's just not something really I, I've done much. Uh, I have in the past, but, um, but I was confused, and, uh, but I felt God leading me. I felt the anointing to do so, um, and, and I knew that it wouldn't be an immediate thing or even ever if I would understand the reasoning behind it. So, um, so I did. I posted it. Um, and God, uh, I was confused, but the anointing of God prompted me to post it and, and telling me that someone needed to hear it. So this is my post. For he has not ignored or belittled the suffering of the needy. He has not turned his back on them but has listened to their cries for help. Psalm 22, 24. Uh, then I put right under it uh, what God, God felt, I felt led to put. God is still in control. He hears your prayers and he has not abandoned you. Keep your eyes on him and remember that God is the one in the driver's seat. So let's go, let's move forward exactly 11 months later, December 8th, 2021. I was standing right here. And if you can just leave that up for me, Sister Michael, for a little bit. Um, I, was, I, I was standing right here, and, and the message uh, that I spoke was trust without borders. Um, and it was just, it, the main point of the message was to trust God when the waves get higher than the boat and when there seems to be no way and you feel like you are overwhelmed and drowning. Um, no matter how hard life gets, trust. Um, that was the message that God gave me at that point. So exactly... A week later, for me standing at this pulpit, my mom died. Exactly a week later. And, and it, it's, it's crazy because in the preparation of that message, it's almost like God was preparing me. Um, whether that message spoke to anybody else, it spoke to me. So, so due to certain circumstances um, and issues, we couldn't have the funeral for multiple different weeks. Um, I woke up in the morning of her funeral and for... 
obvious reasons, I was a mess. Um, I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to do anything, y'all. I was, I was heartbroken. Um, all I can do was beg God for some comfort. I, I would say, and I'm, I'm not even exaggerating, y'all, probably two or three minutes later, I get a notification on my phone. And the notification on my phone was this memory. Exactly one year after I posted that on Facebook, after I prayed, God, give me some comfort, that popped up on my phone. God used me through the anointing to minister to me. <laughs> Isn't that crazy, y'all? Um, that's God. And, and the way he does things sometimes is mysterious and miraculous, but that is just the way God works. And I don't know of another way I would have felt as much comfort than right then because I didn't get my answer for 11 months, and, and that might not seem like a long time to y'all, but that 11 months without getting my answer of why God wanted me to post that, that may have not have touched anybody else, but it touched me a year later to the day. So naturally it was heartbreaking, but I had some comfort that day. I might not have been happy, but I was able to push through. So... church, God's anointing, and I know I'm, 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 I am speaking to some who's been doing this way longer than I have, <laughs> so, uh, but God's anointing is comfort, it's peace, it's strength, it's direction, it's reassurance. Working under the anointing is how healings happen, happen Brother Adam. That's how healings happen. That's how lives get changed and, and chains get broken and addictions get removed. Brother Bruce had the word that we're going to see changes in, in 2024 and the miraculous and the healing. It's working under the anointing. And that is something this church has always worked in. And we've always been unified. And we're going to continue to be that way. It is the missing puzzle, to, the missing puzzle piece in this crazy journey that we call life. Anointing. Th that we... And, and, and we should all take relief in knowing that God, that, that we have a God who takes care of the big things and the small ones. Brother John, I know he's not here today, but I felt led to put this in my notes. Brother John is anointed by God himself. And this trial that he's going through in his face this year, and even though he's going through a trial, it will continue to bring glory to God's name through the anointing. Um, that message that he spoke, I still think of that every day. I don't know about y'all, but I don't say I'm tired anymore. Um, I, I just, nope, I'm not tired at all. Um, I'm wide awake. Uh, that, that's, that's how I am now. I feel convicted anytime I say I'm tired. So, um, I'm almost done, y'all, believe it or not. Um, I want to look at the most comforting verse in Scripture, Psalm 23. And I'm going to break it down a little bit, uh, just at the very beginning, um, just as a, a fact that I've learned that y'all probably already know, but it's good to as a reminder. Psalm 23, verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I looked deeper into that, what, eight words? 
And, and I probably studied on that for like 15 minutes, just on those. I don't, I don't know how y'all do it or how y'all, y'all study, but I have to break everything down. And I want to know the why. I want to know what it, its intended purpose was. Um, the, the sheep stand and eat, and then when they lay down, is, is when they're, they, they, they lay down when they're full. And he maketh me lie down in green pastures. God prepares and God provides everything that we need so that we can lie in a peaceful green pasture and be fulfilled. Isn't that awesome? So he leadeth me beside still waters. The sheep always get startled if they are around moving water. And they won't even drink. And they will drink, they will, they will go so long without drinking that it will, they will hurt themselves. He leadeth me beside still waters. He puts me in a position where I, where I, I feel comfortable to be fed. And where I feel comfortable and I'm in a position to be fed. So let's start, from, uh, let's start back at verse 1, Sister Michael. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures, and he leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table for me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. Every day since I've started studying this message, God, just anoint me today. Help me to be a light for somebody. If it is a smile that, that speaks to somebody, anoint me to, to have that encounter, God. Help me to not be a, 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 a stumbling block to somebody today. Lead me in the way that you want me to be led, God. God anoints my head with oil. If I wake up and I'm struggling with that day, if, I'm, if, if something has irritated me from the day before, or I'm, I'm stressed out from work or something like that, I can take, no, I can take comfort in knowing God's anointing is on me. And, and I am in the direction of where God wants me to be, and everything's going to be okay. Surely goodness... And mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I want to go back and read that first verse that I, I read at the beginning. And just as an understanding now of, um, and a sensitivity of my message, um, and, and read, it, read it word for word. As for you... The anointing, the special gift, the preparation. I pray for God, anoint me in preparation for what you want to do through me. What you received from him remains permanently in you. As bad as I messed up yesterday, his anointing is still here. His direction, his peace, and his guidance. And you have no need for anyone to teach you. His anointing will guide you. That's what that is saying. His anointing will lead you. It will guide you. You do not have to be instructed under the anointing. Giving you the insight through the presence of the Holy Spirit about all things. And it is true and it is not a lie. 
And just as his anointing has taught you, you must remain in him, being rooted and knit to him. The, the sensitivity that I've had over the past couple weeks because of this message, um, it, has, it has allowed me to grow closer to God, and it has allowed me to seek his face and, and, and to crave it. Um, this, is what God, the, the, this is the message that God wants to speak to us tonight. Sister Michael, do you have that last verse? I was standing, listening to that last song, and, and God prompted me on this verse. Starting in, so James chapter 5, starting in 14. Is any, among, is, is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. And let them pray over you, anointing him with the oil in the name of the Lord. Verse 15. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up and if he committed sins they shall be forgiven the anointing is a vital part of what we do every single day pastor uh, four or five years ago we, uh, you implemented the, the, the prayer team up here because God wanted a chance and an opportunity for God to move and, it, and I know y'all have noticed it, anointing oil is in every single one of them. If you need something, we can pray for you. If you have a need, if you have a problem, if you have something that is bothering you or, or something that is going through your life and, and it is just taking a hold of your mind or an addiction or, or a pain or some type of sickness in your body, it doesn't take 25 prayers at a minimum to do anything god can do it tonight he can do it right here and it that and 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 that'll be it and all for god's god's glory in his name so um pastor i'm done thank y'all so much for listening to me i challenge y'all this week to um to seek his face and and to and to submit to the anointing and uh thank y'all so much for hearing me